this episode, I am going to interview Cameron Foos. He started out studying to be a stockbroker, and now he's a world-traveling YouTube sensation. He says that if you don't have clarity, you can be demotivated because you have nothing to look forward to. And he says passion and patience in the process is important. The sooner you accept that losing is normal, the sooner you're going to win. He finds that the more he multitasks, the less he gets done. Join his talk to hear his other tips. All right, so I have a very special guest today, Cameron Foos, and I am in his Iconic Entrepreneur Program. So you get to listen to one of my mentors, and I thought that his story was really interesting. And so, Cameron, why don't you tell us kind of where you started and where you are now, because I've been watching you over the last few years, and I definitely think that you qualify as somebody who has an extraordinary life and something that you've created. So tell us about that. Yeah, it's been, been interesting. I don't know when this all kind of started. Or I, I, I had some family friends who were both stockbrokers growing up, and I thought their life looked really cool. They were always wearing like big, long suit jackets, BMWs, and I was just... Something about the stock market kind of fascinated me. So I, I went to, to school to learn finance and become a stockbroker. And what you realize when you get into school, you don't learn anything about the stock market. You learn about accounting and stuff that you don't care about. And so I decided to start learning about the stock market while I was in college. I became a member of this website that was basically talking about stocks and teaching people how to do stocks. And I basically just kind of became obsessed for the next three years and learned how to day trade the stock market while I was still in college and eventually dropped out my senior year of college because I was like, why am I, why am I doing school? Cause I'm not even going to class anymore. All I did was learn about the stock market. And so I, I started a website in 2006, started documenting my journey through learning how to day trade the stock market. And I did that for free for two years, kind of building up my reputation just basically providing value and kind of sharing my story about what I was experiencing while trying to learn this crazy game of day trading the stock market. And then 2008, I launched it as a business. I was either going to launch a business online and start selling an online product. This was like a long time ago when it came to selling online products. I've been selling online products for over a decade or go into corporate finance and do the whole nine to five thing. I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. Like part of me thought like, okay, I want to like wear a suit and tie to work and like do that whole kind of thing. But at this point I had been working at home for two years already basically. And that like the comfort of having the freedom to choose if I wanted to work today was kind of like, I don't know if I want to give that up where I have to go to work and actually have a boss and do all that stuff. And I had been had odd jobs here and, here and out through all there and I never got along with boss. I don't do well with authority figures. I was always in trouble. I. With, <laughs> I was always getting in trouble with the police. I've been to jail several times. Uh, <laughs> always been <laughs> so I don't I don't do well with people telling me what to do. And so that was kind of like the deciding factor of okay, maybe 
uh, I should just start this online business and launch this product. I have no idea if it's going to work or not. I was fucking scared. I'm like, I, this is scary. I'm this like drunk college kid that apparently knows things about the stock market. I don't know if anybody will listen to me. And so I just decided to say, fuck it. And I went for it and I made like 30 grand in 30 days with people signing up for my, my product that I had launched, which is basically no different than what I was doing before. I just said, Hey guys, my access to my blog is no longer free. So apparently I was providing enough value that people still wanted to know what I was talking about when it came to the stock market. And so then the 2008 market crash happened. I basically almost lost everything. I ended up having to get a job downtown. My business was dead. Stock San market Diego, dead. right? Yeah, in San Diego where you're So he's at a now. local boy. <laughs> yeah. But so, not right now. You're in Bali, right? Yeah, I currently live in Bali. So <laughs> So yeah, it, it was it was crazy. So and then I got fired from that job. So I thought my life was over. And then the, the market bottomed and uh, everything was great and I had a killer 2009. And from there everything just kind of steamrolled between day trading you know, having $70,000 a month day trading, then selling over $100,000 in day trading courses in the same month, almost $200,000 a month. I was in 2014. And then from there, building out a team, you know, learning more about the business side of things and content side of things such as YouTube. And that's really where my business started taking off is once I started growing my brand on YouTube. And so, all that was great, crazy life, traveling all over the world, doing like crazy exotic luxury travel things. And it, eventually it kind of got to the point where I was just like getting ahead of myself of like my, my ego and doing things for, for YouTube and doing things for content and not necessarily portraying who I was anymore. And so it all kind of just led to depression, even though I was mm -hmm. making a bunch of money because I, you kind of, if you, if you get too carried away on social media and you start feeding the machine because you know what the machine wants and yeah. the machine wants extravagant bullshit. Right. Humans, humans are fucking stupid and they want to watch <laughs> dumb shit. I, and, have, I have a t-shirt that says social engineering specialist and on the back of it says, because there is no patch for stupidity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate that, a lot of times, like even though, you know, Gary Vee preaches all the time, like just be yourself, but a lot of times just being yourself isn't going to get the attention that you need for your business. And so you have to try to find balance that you can do it in a way that's also authentic, but in a way that also works because you can be, right? yeah, and entertaining. So somebody else I was watching the other day made kind of a valid point, like don't try to beat your competition, just try to be different. How can hey. you be different? You know what? When I actually started watching you was because I started trading Bitcoin. And yeah. so I thought, you know, I, I want to learn about the stock market too. And I started watching you, but I started watching you right at the transition between when you decided that this was all a little bit too much. And you actually had a bit of a breakdown. Yeah. And, 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 and it was that video. I'm like, wow, this guy is actually totally authentic and just laying it out there like it is. And that's what I really appreciated about you was that you were, you were honest about the way that you felt and you weren't afraid to say, Hey, 
my life sucks. You know, <laughs> I'm making yeah. a shitload of money, but I'm not happy. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what video is that? Was it the one when I decided to. When you sold US? everything. Yeah. So yeah. basically I had accumulated a bunch of bullshit. I had like three cars, really nice condo. Your Maserati, your, what was that other one? That black one? I had a, a 1968 Camaro, Restomod. Right. And uh, so, yeah. And then I met a girl that kind of changed everything. Like, I had already wanted change big time. I just didn't really have, like, anybody to support me in this change. I was still stuck in my kind of great group of friends, but we were all kind of just doing, you know, it's hard to change habits and behavior if your your environment is still the same. And totally so at that. I didn't have really, like, a an exit plan or a support system that could help me with that. And so I mm -hmm. met this girl who we basically kind of just like fell in love on day one. She moved in my apartment on day one. She was a digital nomad traveler. So she didn't really have anywhere else to go. She just was like staying at her friends and we met and then she stayed at my house that night and then never left. <laughs> and then so, <laughs> uh, and so, yeah. So then I decided that I was going to sell all my stuff and just like, I was actually going to move to Florida because I was I wanted to be on East Coast time frame because the stock market opens at 9:30 a.m. over there versus 6:30 a.m. on the West Coast. That I didn't like having to, to wake up that early. It's not I like waking up early. I think it's important to wake up early, but the problem with waking up that early for day trading the stock market is you have to be 100% sharp right at 6:30 in the morning. Yeah. And so I I I'm a slow start. So I need to like <laughs> I need to wake up, get my coffee, like fucking just do your thing. Groove. Get yeah. your mind right. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. If I don't have my coffee, you know, I have a really high IQ, but it's like cut in half before my yeah. coffee. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I don't like I'm addicted. I can't function without it. I haven't tried. I don't even want to try. Like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so, Anyways, like you're saying, so yeah, and so I, I left the USA after I decided I hated Florida. I was like, I went to Florida and actually signed a lease at a, a condo downtown. And I, at, after three days, I was like, I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why I'm doing this. I hate this. And then so I called my girlfriend and said, hey, what do you think about us just traveling the world together? And I'll back out of this lease. And she said, okay, let's do it. And then so at that point, I had sold everything. I went and flew to Massachusetts to where she was at her mom's house at the time. And we just kind of decided like, okay, where are we going? We're like, all right, we're going to Thailand. And then, so I flew back to San Diego, got everything ready, filmed the video, cried like a baby talking about that how happy I was. <laughs> that was one. <laughs> yeah. It just like, yeah, it was like one of the best days of my life. Just like, I was so excited. Not only being in love with someone at the time, we're no longer together, but no. being loved and like having, getting rid of all this weight that I had on my shoulders to yeah. like continually portray this image on social media, um, all for money when it really wasn't who I was or really wanted to be. Mm -hmm. So I traveled the world for three years and kind of trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Cause I knew I wanted out of this industry of day trading. Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't really know what I was going to do but I knew I was really good at content. I knew I was good at marketing. I knew I was good at running a business, doing 50 to 150 K per month for years, mostly through organic reach on mm -hmm. content. So that was when I came up with Iconic, which was 
what you're part of now, the Iconic Entrepreneur, which is basically just an eight-week program on not only how to get your like mindset right and clarity right about how to find fulfillment because money doesn't buy happiness at the end of the day. Yes, who doesn't love money? I fucking love money. I want to make awesome. a shitload of money. Yep. But at the end of the day, if, if you don't have to find fulfillment in what you're doing to make that money, you kind of feel empty at the end. Balance. Of the Balance and, so, and integration. That is what yeah. I really, you know, talk about in all of the work that I do is, you know, I've, I grew up in a wealthy family and, you know, if you could have a hell of a lot of money and still be totally miserable. And that's, that's what I identified with you. I saw that in my family, you know, where they could be totally out of balance, totally disintegrated and unhappy. And I didn't want that for myself. And then when I saw that in you, I'm like, yes, I'm going to support this guy. <laughs> yeah. Because it's all situational. Like, just like you're saying, if you're born into it, you don't really know anything else. No. You're like, okay, this, I know this comfort level. It's, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have money. It's oh, a situational about I've, how I've you seen feel. the other side too, though. Our, yeah. My family lost all of our money. And, uh, you know, so I've, I've I've had the total opposite side, but luckily most of my formative years were in that. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. And it, I mean, it's, it's hard to get that message across. I mean, you really can't, it's very hard to teach people life lessons without them experiencing yeah. it for themselves. You can only, usually when people relate to something or connect with the lesson that you're talking about, it's because they've experienced that in some way, shape or form. So when I tell people, I was unhappy, even though I was making a shitload of money. If they don't have money, they can't relate. They're like, this yeah. guy's an idiot. I don't understand what he's talking about. Why isn't he happy? That doesn't make sense to me. He should if be I happy. Had, yeah. So if, if it's all, it's why it's empathy. Can they relate or not? And so it's difficult to teach anybody anything in terms of a life lesson like that, unless they can relate. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to get that, that message across, especially I'm, I'm 35 now and I started day trading when I was 20. And when I was 20, my mindset was, I don't give a fuck about anything except for making money. That's it. You make money. I'm going to be successful. I'm going to be happy. And so it's, uh, it's hard to tell people that that don't have money because they think money is going to be the answer to all the problems. And maybe it will be, you know, or you sometimes know. they, they have an inner uh, a lot of, because uh, I'm in the coaching industry and business coaching and, and you know, partially life coaching as well, right? I coach the business owners and, you know, sometimes people have a misconception about money and is yeah. money evil, right? And that I've seen so often just totally sabotage people trying to get them into that space where they understand that money is a, a good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause money can be evil. It can yeah. cause a lot of problems. Totally. It can, it can ruin relationships. It can That's magnify right. everything, right? Yeah. In a good way or a bad way. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's crazy, but yeah. And so, so now I run two companies. I have iconic, which is what you're part of. And I still own iconictraders.com, which is the trading company. It's, and so I kind of took a step back. I retired. I haven't made it any day trades since 2018. Mm-hmm. And now that we're seeing this huge thing with the coronavirus and the market 
complete in complete meltdown, for me, it's not, it's not an issue for me. That's an opportunity. And so, because I went through a similar situation between 2008 and also 2009, which was when we saw H1N1, the swine or the bird flu. And so both those situations created a a lot of opportunity as far as making money in the stock market. Obviously it's a, a crappy situation, but we're all in this regardless whether you like it or not, you either want to take advantage of it or let it take advantage of you. There's going to be winners and losers. And a lot of that is totally situation on what you choose to do. A lot of people are just sitting at home doing fuck all, watching Netflix, drinking wine, but other people are actually like, okay, what can I do with this time that can, I can actually thrive throughout this situation. Absolutely. So we're we're seeing a, not only a massive spike on my YouTube channel, like my, my YouTube stats are blowing up right now, both through search and the algorithm. And like I just had, uh, we just just shot a podcast right before this with my trading team. We had like three sales while we were just on our podcast because everybody's at home yep. and everybody wants to learn how to make money. And so there's definitely a lot of interest right now uh, in the stock market as well. So it's cool to see a lot of steam and I'm even potentially coming back part time mm-hmm. to trade. We'll see just because I know <laughs> how awesome 2009 was because it was just easy money. And so potentially something I wouldn't do it full time. I don't want to do the pressure of like shooting all these crazy lifestyle videos for it. Or before I was doing live trading in front of like two to 300 people every morning at six 30 in the morning. Uh, so there's a lot of stress and pressure involved with trading. It's not easy oh. at all by any way, shape or form, but it is quick and fast money because I only day trade for 90 minutes or less. You can make, 200 to $5,000 in 90 minutes, Mm -hmm. but you don't learn that skill without a lot of time and effort, stress, crying and bullshit. (laughs) 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 So yeah, it's, it's interesting time. The world, the world is never going to be the same after this. It's all so much stuff is going to be moving online. Right now. Absolutely. And I can't tell you how many Zooms I've been on. Like, I actually just got over coronavirus myself. And yeah. so for the days that I was awake, because I slept for two weeks, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but the days that I was awake, I mean, I've been on Zoom after Zoom after Zoom of all of the coaches in the coaching industry. And we're all like, okay, how do we pivot? What do we do? You know, what do we do with all of this stuff? And, you know, how do we help people? Because there's a lot of people who are, you know, looking to move their business online, just like, you know, your program helps with that, right? Yeah. So that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for that. So let's, let's talk about clarity, right? And what for you helps you be clear about what it is that you want? I think that a lot of things that I try to have clarity on is you can obviously do things short term for short term gains, Mm -hmm. but if you're starting a career or you're doing anything, you got to think about like, okay, in five years from now, am I still going to be wanting to do this? Am I still going to be motivated? Or is it like, you're kind of like, Today, you're like, shit, I don't even really feel like doing this, but I might make money doing it. So for me, I'm trying to like be 100% clear on, do I actually like doing this? Because if I don't, 
I'm not going to actually build something meaningful in it mm-hmm. long term, or I'm going to burn out. Right. And that's kind of where I, I, I ended up with my day trading company. In the beginning, I was addicted to it, but there is so much stress involved that I'm like, I fucking hate doing this. It was just a drag <laughs> to wake up to do it every day. And so for me, clarity is just trying to find just fulfillment if you actually like doing it. Because mm-hmm. that's people are always asking, like, how do you stay motivated? You get motivated by having something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. If you're not f- looking forward to waking up and doing whatever you need to do for your job or for your day, you're not going to be motivated because you have nothing to look forward to because you don't give mm-hmm. a shit about it. So, really, clarity for me is finding things to look forward to. Because if you're not looking forward to anything, then you're not happy because you don't like oh. what you're doing. What I hear you saying is knowing where you want to go and when you want to get there and the things that you need to do to get there help give you clarity, right? Yeah. And that's also just like you said, like a lot of people know what they want. They just don't know how the fuck they're going to get it. Right. So it's like everybody knows like, oh, what do you, what do you want? Like, I want to make more money. I want to be happy. Like, how are you, you going to do that? What's exactly. your plan? It's right, so. It's the disconnect between what I say I want and what I'm going to do to get there, right? Yeah. And that's basically kind of the power of mentorship. Just like you're in my program, you also help mentor people. You're in other ones as well. And to get clarity, you need a plan. And a lot of times that requires help. When you usually, when you wing it on something, you have no clarity. You know what you want. You just have no fucking clue how you're going to get it. Mm -hmm. And that's when you lack clarity and you wake up every day stressed out because you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So now just let's talk about power. And I, I term it in a way of like willpower. So just like you said, you know, when, when you were facing tough times, what helps you to have the willpower when things are shit or you're having a bad trade, the willpower to carry on, right? Because as we know, as business owners, Every day is not perfect. No, it's, there's a lot of bad days. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think as far as willpower is, again, one, I think one of the biggest things that overcomes willpower is just like I was saying before, if you actually, is if you actually like doing it, mm-hmm. if you have passion for it. Because if you don't, then you're going to give up. You're like, well, this, nothing's working. Cause a lot of times in business and entrepreneurship or day trading or whatever, a lot of times, whatever you're doing never works. You just yeah. keep trying it and you spend all this time to put together this new thing. Then you put it out there and it doesn't work. And it's like flop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So and so what I hear you saying is you uh, need to have passion in the process. Passion and patience. Patience. Because a lot of things aren't going to work. I have a tattoo on my arm that says, it's going to be fine. Yeah. And it's basically just representative of how much bullshit I've been through. Now with a nudge, time acceptance, time and acceptance of the situation, everything has always turned out fine, aside Mm -hmm. from like dying or something. Yeah. Right. But everything, like life is just a bunch of failure. For the most part, I have another tattoo right here that says success is walking from failure to failure with no loss of enthusiasm. Exactly. And yeah, that's, that's why you are, you where, uh, where you are today, I think, really, right? Is yeah. because 
you see, you know, those failures just like, oh, well, just get back up and get back in the game. Yeah, because it sucks. It's just part of the game. And it's just uh, same thing that goes in day trading. A lot of people think you have to win a lot in day trading to make money. And you don't. You can lose like 70% of the time and still make money if you manage the risk correctly. And so I say, I tell people, I said, the sooner that you can accept that losing is normal, the sooner you're going to win. Because a lot of people take a bunch of losses, maybe half the time, or like, I'm a fucking loser. I'm losing half the time. Yeah. But if you have those losses and you can cut those losses and you understand that that's just part of this part of life, then those winners, some of them are going to work and you have to continually have passion and patience to find those winners. So yeah, it just boils down to understanding that losing is very normal. That's awesome. That I, I'm so glad that you, you presence that. And so what about follow through? Like when you say that you're going to do something, do you have any structures that you would share with somebody else about what helps you with follow through? As far as like setting a goal and achieving it? Yeah. Or when you say that you're going to do something and then following through with it, you know, so, so you have the clarity, right? And then you have the power, you're going to do it. But what keeps you on track? right? With, with actually doing that. I think it's like, I'm a very, a one focused person. Like I do multitask a lot, mm -hmm. the more I multitask, the less I get done. I agree. And so, um, there's a book called the one thing that's actually mm -hmm. pretty good. And it's basically talking about how much mental calories you have in a day and how you need to prioritize what's most important at the beginning of your day and least important at the end of your day because you will also reach burnout and whatever you need to get done, you need to be doing at the most important things in the morning. So for me, I try to do all my like deep focus work in the morning. I mm -hmm. like to turn off my phone. Nobody fucking talk to me <laughs> because I'm getting these things done. Yeah. And lately what I try to do, even though sometimes this is difficult because some things need to be done mm -hmm. in timely manners, but I also have other big things that need to be done because they're going to move the needle even more. Yeah. And so the, I, I try to focus on completing one task at a time mm -hmm. Good. as much as possible so that I can get that done quicker. Because if I try to do 10 things at once, then it's going to, I might get them all done, but it might take a year for any of them to get done. Whereas I can just nail down the most important things I need to get done focus on that like 90% of the time, get that done and then trickle down yeah. the ladder of what and else then, needs to be done. And then delegate the things that somebody else can do that, that are as important for you to do. And yeah, as I, long as you're financially able to, you should always outsource anything that you don't need to actually do yourself. Exactly. And, and one thing that on one of our meetings, I thought that was really valuable is you said that you should set the systems up yourself so that you understand the processes in the systems. And once the systems are running, that's when you start to outsource it. But if you yeah. outsource it beforehand, I remember you, you uh, said this with an agency, right? And yeah. if you, you outsourced it before you understood it and then you, it didn't go well, right? 
Yeah. I fired every agency. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You got to understand the processes. Otherwise you don't even know if you're being taken advantage of, you know, and I thought that that was really valuable. Absolutely. Yeah, no, for sure. It's underst- It's very important that you understand all aspects of your business. Mm-hmm. And then, because almost everybody starts out as a solopreneur, where you're starting from the ground up. You don't have the finances to support a team. And so you have to learn everything yourself. But at the end of the day, you can't become an expert at each one of these things. Yeah. You have to focus on what you're the best at and how you can help the company grow doesn't mean you can't learn all these other things such as YouTube advertising, Facebook ads, Google ads, YouTube ads, funnels, automated webinars, all this shit, Instagram (laughs) planning. Like there's so much stuff that goes into running uh, an online business. And it's important that you know all those things. But at the end of the day, you do need to delegate all those tasks because otherwise you're not going to get anything done and you're going to burn out. And just focus on, okay, what can I focus on the most where I actually have fun doing and I'm not going to burn out and then everything else can be delegated to somebody else. But I do understand these systems so I can make sure that they're doing it correctly. But hopefully they're an actual expert in that field and they can probably teach me something as well. Right, right, exactly. Like uh, Richard Branson says, always hire people who are smarter than you are. Yeah. Yeah. I. I For sure, for sure. And so thank you so much for that. And I, I always have our speakers leave our listeners with their free gift. And so tell us more about what you're offering our listeners today. Yeah, well, it, I got multiple things because I, I am multitasking. It really depends. Like it depends on what, what I guess they're currently going through. Somebody just messaged me yesterday on Instagram. He's from Singapore. He's like, Hey man, I've been following you for, for a couple of years. I just lost my job mm-hmm. and I don't know what to do. I have a little bit of money saved up. He's like, I'm interested in your course. And I said, well, which one, what do you, what are you trying to do? So he's like, I don't know. I, any of them, I just don't have a job. And so I said, all right. And so I said, well, if you're looking for something that can actually make money right now, then day trading is definitely an opportunity because we are seeing a a crazy situation where the stock market is seeing a huge decline and it it does create opportunity. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that day trading is easy, uh, a very difficult game to get into and very stressful, but there are big rewards. My student, Matt, just had a $70,000 month last month. So there's a lot of money that can be made in the stock market, but it's not, it's quick money, but it's not easy money. It's stressful right. money. Yeah. And so that's one opportunity. And then, so I said that, or I first said, well, do you have any skill sets? And he said, no. <laughs> 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 so that's what Probably I Probably why he got fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's when I recommended the, that's why I recommended potentially day trading because he's looking for something that he can do financially. But if you have any sort of skill set that you're trying to sell online or grow your brand on YouTube, that's what I teach people at Iconic. And that's kind of where you came into my program because that's where I started out. I started out with just learning a skill set, which was day trading. Mm-hmm. And then I turned that skill set into a business because there was a demand for it. 
-hmm. and then started selling online products and services in 2008 and then scaled that to 50 to 150 K per month. So, and that was mostly through just YouTube and Instagram as -hmm. far as my content marketing organically. So that's what I do at Iconic because I have two programs. I have one called YouTube Fluence, which is basically, if you don't really have a business yet, but you want to start growing your personal brand on YouTube, that's YouTube Fluence. That's IKNK.com. And then also Iconic Entrepreneur, which is you're in, which is an eight week program, which is basically everything I know about running an online business in an eight week format to learn how to do that. If you want to sell anything, basically online, mostly online courses, but you can basically use a lot of the stuff and the marketing content techniques and the sales philosophies uh, to sell anything online. That's awesome. Well, we'll definitely link those below the our our interview here and i totally appreciate you taking the time to do with us with us cameron and it was a lot of fun yeah for sure thanks for having me on all right thanks for listening today i hope you enjoyed the episode and if you did please leave us a review it really helps others to decide if they're going to listen to This series has been all about clarity, power, and follow-through. Entire Task can help you get clear with its vision board. It gives you the power to do what's most important with our algorithms and to chunk things down so it's easy to follow through. Check it out at EntireTask.com.